Welcome to That Tattoo Show, hosted by me, Paul Talbot and Chris Harrison. Each month we sit down and discuss current tattoo topics, including how the internet, social media and technology in general have changed the challenges facing the modern day tattooists in an informal, down-to-earth way that's aimed at artists of all levels and abilities. That Tattoo Show is made possible with the support of Electrum Supply. Head over to www.electrumsupply.com and pick up some industry-leading tattoo products for your next tattoo. Chris, yo! Failure is important. But why? Everybody fails, right? So if you accept the premise, you don't learn from the things that you succeed at because you succeeded. There's no learning curve in success. Yeah. Because you succeeded, you don't learn anything from it. You sit down to do a good line in a tattoo, you do a good line, and you go, well, that's that. The other hundred times you sat down before and did a shit line, you were actually learning how to do yeah. more about tattooing than you did when you were successful because you've learned 99 ways to not do a line. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've arrived at, this is the perfect way for me to do it. The problem with accepting failure is that a lot of people are conditioned, and I would argue that most people are conditioned to be terrified of failure all the time. Oh, 100%. And some people are so afraid of failure that they never start doing anything in case they might fail. Yeah. And and that's why you get people that will, you know, go down the safe route and just go, do you know what, I'm not going to take too many chances because I might fuck it up and I might fail. I'm going to look an idiot. Everybody's going to tell me they told me so, so I'm not going to do it. And so a lot of people don't start. We had conversations with people at the beginning of starting this channel. <laughs> yeah. Loads of people that we were talking to would say, just, what are you going to do that for? <laughs> what, what are you going to bother doing that? You don't even know how a camera works, right? Do you know what I mean? And then we, we carry on doing it. And we've had lots of failures over the, <gasps> over the couple of years we've been doing it. We've probably had as many failures as we've had successes. Yeah. But if you go back and look at one of the early episodes and then come back and look at this episode, you'll see that slowly but surely, after each failure, we've been learning how to do things better. Oh, yeah. And we've spent the last two years making small change here, little change there. We're not framing the shots properly. We're not lighting the shots properly. We haven't got the right audio. We need better cameras. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And all of that hasn't been done from the things that went well. We've only learned from the fuck-ups. Yeah, well, even even recently, like, we've done a couple of videos recently, and, like, we've went back, we've watched them, and they're like, they look good, but, like, I've looked at that video and then gone, right, we need three cameras, they all need to be the same, you know, we need to have these lights, you know, you, you I've looked at it as, like, everybody else would look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that looks cool, and I've looked at it and gone... It looks good, but in my opinion, I've failed on certain aspects of it, and I now I've learned that I need to improve this. And even just the audio of this podcast, like I have gone through so many different microphones, and I, I hours and hours of discussions with Paul, because I kept saying like my audio doesn't sound good. I'm gonna try a different microphone, uh, and like you done all the research, and then we've ended up like. How many times have I changed my microphone in the past fucking six months? Exactly. He's got more microphones than a small recording studio at this point. (laughs) (laughs) To get this beautiful radio sound. One of the things I wanted to tell you about is if you want to read... I wrote an article about failure, right? So, And I'm not just going to read it out on air. That's not the point of this this episode. So if you want to read the article, because the whole idea of this is that this is a conversation between me and Chris, and the idea is that I explain the concept to Chris and Chris will ask you 
or, or Chris will ask the questions that we think you would ask. So Chris didn't know that this was going to be the topic, so he's completely cold in this, and that's the idea. But if you want to read my thoughts without that going on, then you can pick them up this month in Total Tattoo, uh, or by the time you see this, you better read it in Total Tattoo, because my I've started my column back up in Total Tattoo, It's but instead of being the naughty step, it's now called That Tattoo Show, Show Notes. Please. And it's talking about the stuff we talk about on the channel. And I'll get into some of the stuff that we want to talk about on the channel and why and how it's connected with failure in a sec. But the other thing that I've done, which I think you'll really enjoy, because a lot of people message me about it going, you've moved it. When we first started doing this show, I had a blog on my shop's website. You know, long story short, a server went down, I lost the whole thing, and I never put the blog back on the Modern Electric website. So what I've done is I've found all the content because it was miles of it and I've put it all onto thattattooshow.co.uk. So we've now got a blog there and once a month I'm going to write a piece like this. It'll, it'll go in total, it'll go on the blog and me and Chris will have the discussion. But the discussion won't just be me reading what I've written, it'll be me just explaining it to Chris so it's got a different dynamic to it, right? One of the reasons for doing this is that one of the biggest failures that we've had was my vlog on the on the channel. We believe that the content is really useful and yeah. certainly the feedback from people that watched it, like people going, thanks for being the teacher that we all need and none of us deserve and, you know, quotes like that. But the, the problem is that I think that looking at, you know, if I make a thumbnail that says failure is important, you just think it's some motivational bullshit and nobody watches it, right? Yeah. But the people that did watch it really got the point. And so this is me accepting failure, but using the failure to go, all right, well, it doesn't work as a monologue. It doesn't work that way. Maybe it will work if I chat to my mate about it and he just asks me questions like we do on the show. And maybe this dynamic will help you understand because if Chris doesn't understand something, we're hoping that he'll ask the same question. Yeah. Because I'm coming from the kind of world of a pro-creative who's been making a living as a creative person for, you know, over 30 years. And Chris is coming at it from, like, as a tattooist going, what the fuck is this hippie bullshit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, I know what you mean. That's the kind of the thing that we're, that we're trying to do. So this this whole episode is, is born out of one of our failures. Yeah. You know, because I know a lot of you are teaching yourself to tattoo at home and you're watching YouTube videos and you're trying to you're trying to get moving and then you'll get really despondent when you you know you sit down with your practice skin you've got the stencil that you've been working on you've watched a load of our videos about how to get it to stay on and what the perfect stencil is you start doing it 20 minutes later clusterfuck and you think oh my god it's ruined you know what i mean and, and a lot of people, that's the point where they give up. They just go, I can't do this. I just give in. Those of us that refuse to give in are the people that end up doing the job. And yeah. that's why, you know, you can take 10 people, start them tattooing, and you might get two of them yeah. make it all the way through. Because it's really, really frustrating. Failure is frustrating. It feels like you put all that prep in and it looks like absolute shit. What you've got to do is you've got to reframe that into... Okay, it didn't work out this time. What did I do wrong? What could I do better next time? Or what could I do differently? Let me try that. Yes. And then try that and then try the next thing and try the next thing, you know, until you arrive at, well, this works for me. One of the many reasons why I don't teach tattooing online is that if you were just watching me tattoo, I would be a fucking horrible teacher because I hold the machine upside down. It's all 
kinds of wrong. Quite often the machine's not even facing me the right way. I've got the cartridge upside down. Yeah. I don't care. I'm thinking about the creativity. And as long as as long as the lines are going in or the shading's going in how I want, then I don't really care. But that means I don't have perfect technique. In a room, when I'm chatting with people or when I'm teaching them one-to-one... Is it, do you think it's because you're left-handed as well? Oh, yeah, massively. You know, I think, like, the next time you get a chance, watch my son, Gage, tattooing, and you'll notice that I think me and Sam, who are both left-handed and Gage is right-handed, I think we've broken him because he actually tattoos like a left-handed person, but he's right-handed. He's learnt the body language and the position of it from two left-handed people. Yeah. And we look at him now and he just literally looks like a left-handed person in a mirror. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why I don't do it. The other reason why, and it's been asked of us a couple of times, why we don't you know, have videos like how to do the perfect line. These are the settings you need on your machine for shading. Because there's no such thing. You can't. Right. Well, no, well there's, there's a bunch of things to unpack in that, right? The first one is that it is my opinion that tattooing is it's not teachable online like that. For instance, right, I can teach you to play the guitar online. I can show you a scale. You can break it down, play it really slowly until you can play it well. But I can't teach you to drive a car online yeah. because I can't teach you to operate the clutch and only the clutch and then right, go away for a week, <laughs> practice the clutch. Yeah. Now go away for a week and practice the brake. You have to do it all at once. And the thing with tattooing, you have to do all of the things in tattooing all at once. Yeah. So you have to learn them simultaneously. So you, you've got to remember to stretch the skin, right needle depth, right needle angle, right voltage, right hand speed. And all of these things you have to learn simultaneously. Yeah. Best and easiest way to do that is to be observed. Of course, you can get there by watching video, but it, it just takes a lot longer. You know, so I do feel for all of you. But I don't want to add to what I already think is a less than perfect situation with that. What I would rather do, because me and Chris have talked about this a bunch of times, is if you actually sat down with a bunch of pro tattooists and asked them what the hardest part of tattooing was, not one of them would tell you that it was learning to tattoo. No. By the time you become a professional tattooist, a bit like becoming a professional musician was very similar for me. I, you know, I thought when I learned to play the guitar, the moment I can play the guitar, if I could play a whole Kiss song all the way through, I'll definitely be a rock star. And then by the time I'm sitting there negotiating my record deal, you realise that playing the guitar was the fucking easy part. It's everything else. Like, it's all this other shit, and it's exactly the same with tattooing. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, fucking no, you know, learning to tattoo is much, much more difficult than, than you think. Well, it is, but wait till you've got to learn all the other things that we have to do on a daily basis. Tattooing, actually now, when I sit down to tattoo, it actually feels like I'm on holiday. It feels like a break from all the other shit, like the social media stuff that you have to do. Learning to become a professional photographer, mm. managing all the other things that go around it, managing your clients, managing the, you know, the shop and all of that stuff. So what we want to focus on is this kind of content that will give you advice that you can use much further down your career what i want to share with you is because over the years i've i feel like i've been given some absolutely amazing advice you're welcome paul yeah thank you chris <laughs> but it's, it's really stood me in good stead over the years i've been very lucky i've met i've met a bunch of different very very clever people from different industries and they've, they've given me some really sound advice a lot of the time actually to be honest with you when i've been tattooing them and so what we're going to try and do is take the content from my vlog 
And instead of me presenting it to you as a monologue, it's a conversation with Chris. This one is a fairly easy one because I wanted to ease you into this. You know, look, failure is your friend. Don't worry about it. Don't be afraid of failing. Lube me up. <laughs> I'm kind of lubing him up. But some of the ones in the future will become, they'll become a little bit more in depth. But the idea is that these are the kind of things that you can come back and watch. Once you've learned to tattoo, you can come back and re-watch this. Mm. Hopefully this advice will take you a bit further on. Now this one, for the first one, it really does, like it pertains directly to the process of learning to tattoo today. So you're sitting there, You've watched a thousand YouTube videos about how to pull a line. You've got your practice skin in front of you and you're doing everything they said in the videos and for the life of you, you just can't get it going. You know, you just keep failing. What would our advice be? So my advice would be carry on failing and do it more because eventually you won't fail. Yeah. All that you've got to do is keep figuring it out. You've got to remember the stuff that you watched that's how someone else tattoos. There's no one way to do oh, a tattoo. Yeah, There's no yeah. one way to pull a line or anything like that. We're all different. But all three of us in our shop, we all tattoo differently, like. All tattoo totally differently. We all tattoo totally differently here, you know. There's no one way to do any of this. There's what, what there is, the only one way that there is, is the one way you can do it well. And you have to figure out how you do it. I'll be honest with you as well. Like, depending on what day of the week it is, like, I tattoo differently <laughs> on different days of the week. Depending on what machine I'm using, I tattoo differently. You, you, yeah. And of course, there are some days when you walk in the shop, and I mean, it's happened to me probably in the last sort of 13 years. It's probably happened about maybe once where I've just I've had to really hold my hands up and say to the client, "Today's not the day. I just I don't want to do this. I'm going to fuck this up. I'm not going any further. I want to cancel the session." It's happened to me once where I'd got so much shit going on outside of the tattoo shop that I just, I couldn't engage. I couldn't drop into the tattoo. I, could, I, didn't, I hadn't even started tattooing. It was about my fourth go to get a fucking stencil on the skin straight and all that sort of stuff. And you just realise I've got too much shit going on. Like, and so I had to hold my hands up because I didn't want to start tattooing. I don't want to fuck a tattoo up on somebody, right? Well, so I had yeah. to just go, look, man, I ain't been a pop star or nothing. But, like, today is not the day. If you want to get a fucked up tattoo, today's the day. I, I almost had that this week. Like, I almost had that this week. But luckily for me, like, tattooing is what keeps my fucking head. Do you know I mean? But, yeah, I, I did almost have that after, like... Well, I, today, actually, I had to turn on... I, not not because of, like, I didn't have my, my head in the right space, like, but I had somebody who was uh, recently, like, testing negative after having the C-word, the Rona. And uh, you had a different variant of it. It's fucking kicking off again, isn't it? You had a different variant. And I was like, let me just test the water just to see if people are still on reacting. Never bleeds that much when I tattoo him. I coloured a tiny section of his arm, bled like fuck, swole up like fuck. And I was just like, yeah, mate, just, just leave it, mate. Give it, a, give it four weeks. See you in a month. When it comes to the idea of success and failure, don't avoid failure. Don't run away from it. One of the pieces of advice that I was given is write down your failures and record why you failed. Like, actually study, why did I fail at this? What is wrong with the thing that I was trying to do and why didn't I do it properly? Yeah. This is especially useful when you're learning, is to just record it somewhere. You know, I write shit into Evernote on my computer all the time, right? Which is like a, it's a journaling program. But you could just write it on paper, whatever you want to do, however you want to keep a record of it, because then you can look back at it and work out okay, I'm getting better here, I'm getting better there, you know, and understand that the path to success, so for you guys, the path to being a tattooist is accepting that there are going to be multiple 
continued failures constantly for the rest of your fucking career. All the time. That's that. Failure is here to stay. Yeah. It's not about avoiding it. It's really about how you respond to failing. Like I try to tell people, like all these negative things, you have to accept them and greet them like an old friend. Yeah, it's it's like here we fucking go again. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah it's like it's like you know, uh, I, I, I'm not going to mention names, but like a, a good example is a few years ago at a tattoo convention, there was a back piece that was done by a load of people all at the same time, and like I saw that heel the other day. And I looked at that and I was like, looking at it from, if I was like one of those people, I would have been like, that is a perfect example why you should never have that many people trying to do a back piece because it the healed end product. If that was my tattoo as a client, I would have been like, well, you fucking failed there. So let's get it done again, like, dude. I think the problem there is, like, you call that a failure, but actually, that kind of circus thing, and I don't like the, the circus no. side of the world of of like of tattoo conventions. I, I don't think tattooing is a performance art. You know, it's one of the reasons why um, I find it difficult to do conventions a lot of the time because I like I like quite just little. I like to sit in a corner somewhere with a client and just do the tattoo. You know, I think it's like a yeah. It's a, that's more of a, that was more of a like let's get internet famous fucking like let's yeah. Get, so do you mean so if viral? you think of it like that. It was not a failure at oh, all no, because it was, it was massively successful as a promotional tool. 100%. But as a tattoo... As a tattoo, maybe not the best. Not the best. I would have... You know, if you say it, But any one of us would have said, you know, you got a bunch of people around a, a back face. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I've got some, I've got some really good friends that, that have done a multiple artist back face and I've seen that healed... And I thought it was a really, it was really nicely healed. It, it healed so, really yeah, no, good. Some, some you know, are. it depends on. Some are. It does depend on the artist. It also depends on how the artists work together. Yes. But again, are you are you talking about doing a great piece of artwork, or are you talking about doing a great piece of theatre for social media? Which well, it's impact piece, isn't it? That's what they call it, isn't it? Let's do an of impact course it is, piece. An impact piece. Yeah, big impact piece, and it's it's. I, I mean, I think if that's the goal, I mean, ideally, what you want is a great tattoo as well. You know, so that's where you want to be. But I think any of us would go, realistically, the challenge is really on the clients, like trying to heal a full back piece in one go. I mean, it's fucking hell. I mean, it's a lot of ink, that is, in oh, one yeah. eat. You know what I mean? I, I, I will tell you my other comments off camera. I don't want to see them on camera, so... I know. We'll have that, we'll have that conversation elsewhere, you know. But <laughs> Maybe we'll do, like, a, a critique your tattoos. <laughs> the point that I'm trying to get across to you... If you're sitting there struggling to tattoo, struggling to learn to tattoo and trying to figure it out, my advice would be take everything that you see on the internet as a possible way that you could do it, not the only way. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those like kind of clickbait thumbnails and as part of our system of failures, I've spent the last two and a half years unsuccessfully trying to master the YouTube thumbnail, which I think I'm getting better at, but I'm, I've still got a long way to go. I'm slowly getting there, you know what I mean? It's so funny though, isn't it? Because you, you're it like... It fucking drives <laughs> you mad. I'm like, why has this taken me two and a half fucking years to figure out? You're putting all the effort in and you're like, I'm like, I'm just screens, I'm just screenshotting like, like a fucking piece of the video or just using that oh it's it's madness you know 
but we continue to do it. And I've watched a lot of YouTube videos about how to make the perfect thumbnail. And in the end, I decided, you know what? Fuck all that. I'll make the thumbnail that I think I should be. Yeah. And bollocks to everything. And I think that you have to approach tattooing like that. That If you're going to have multiple teachers who are all on YouTube, yeah. they've all got different techniques. They all might have different ideas. Take them all on board and cherry pick the parts that work for you. Because realistically, that's what we've all done with our careers. We've had advice from our friends. And I'll tell you a funny story about that, right? So I was at, I think I was at the Cardiff tattoo and toy con i think it might have been the first or second year that it happened i was thinking about trying to do some color realism in some of my work so i spoke to two of my friends who were really really good color realists like world-class color realists yeah and both of them told me exactly the fucking opposite from the other one as this is the way you do it so one of them said you must use really really thin grips and bug pin needles and, and short throw and, and this. And then the other one said, you must use really fat grips, standard needles, don't use bug pins because they're absolutely Satan, and like loads of throw. Why is, I don't get the difference between the grips, though. The truth of it is some people just prefer a thinner, a thinner grip. grip. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just down to preference. That's fucking weird. But don't be sitting there watching people's YouTube videos like it's the gospel according to. It's just one of the possible ways that you can do it. And like with anything, I tried both ways. I decided, actually, I don't like the thin grips, but I also I'm not that big of a fan of bug pin needles. Yeah. So I kind of use a little a little bit of this, a little from column A, a little yeah. from column B. Do you know, so a, a good example of that, right, is that, that Acus M1 machine, right, because you can change the stroke, you can change all, like, the, the, the motor strength and everything. And one of the people that put a video up on it, whether that Oliver, whatever his name is, what's his name? Oliver A. That's the one. He put a video up and he was, like, he was turning around saying, like, he uses it on a 4.5 mil stroke on plus two at like 60 and like i thought oh i'll try that because i use it differently and i tried that today and i was just like i haven't i'm like i find that machine i it don't even kick in until it's at like 90 hertz for me and then i'm using it at like 90 hertz at maybe like uh plus one or minus one so in, entirely different neither of you are wrong it's just and both of you are right because it's what works for what you works for you i've sat with nipper like and nipper is a guy that works with works with chris in his shop and nipper's tattooed me a couple of times yeah i've watched nipper tattoo me he tattooed me for two days in a row on the back of my leg i watched him for two days tattooing and to this day i've got no idea how he gets the black and gray as smooth as he does because everything about his setup tells me that there's that that's pepper shading and that if I did it that way all I would just get pepper shading yeah but I watched Nipper do it and it's smooth as eggs yeah and there's two entirely different tattooists working differently so I think what you have to do is wade through it and understand that on the way to tattooing you'll hear a lot of information you take on board everything Throw away the stuff that doesn't work for you. Yeah. And don't feel bad. Those will be your failures. And one of these techniques will eventually work for you. But you have to accept that failure is a part of success. Continually failing and being prepared to get up, dust yourself off and just do it again. Try again. Fail. Get up. Try again. Well, it's, that, it's that old saying, if you don't succeed... Try, try again. Yeah. And I think that's that's what I'm trying to get across to you with uh, with failure and success is that don't see it as a bad thing just see it as part of it's just part of the journey it's one of the many things that 
tattooing teaches us over the years is that failure is part of it, you know, yeah. and that's why you end up you end up as uh, the Qui Gon Jin of the conversation because I'm not Yoda, I'm not quite at Master Yoda status yet. I'm more Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> you know, I've decided, and I've got the right haircut for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm Obi Juan, the Spanish one. <laughs> and so with that, this is hopefully this hasn't been too much of a monologue and hopefully we've imparted a bit of information uh, to you so you can read the column in total every month and if you for some reason don't get total then you can read it on our website um, a little bit after total comes out you know because that's just how it works you know and with that I've been Paul I've been Chris and this has been That Tattoo Show and we'll see you next week guys take care <laughs>